Welcome to a place where we're thinking together and thinking deeper about who we are. Where we are and what we do in this world. Welcome to the Philosophy Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Philosophy 101 Podcast. I am William Fortune and today my guest is... Tom Palladino. Please, Tom Palladino, please, who are you? Tell us yeah. a little about yourself and what you're doing. I'm, I'm going to speak about my career with scalar energy research, what some people might call zero point energy or longitudinal waves. I work with an energy outside of electricity and magnetism. It's not electromagnetic in character. So um, I've devoted a career to scalar energy research and we're going to speak about what i call the other dimension uh so tell me more because the the scalar uh technology scalar light energy um it sounds miraculous it sounds amazing it is you're absolutely right Let, let me be blunt it's it's from god it's divine energy if we look at electricity as a current a current a voltage or a current of electrons, so to speak, a movement of electrons. This is, has nothing to do with electrons. Mm-hmm. Scalar energy is the omnipresence of God. This energy is everywhere. So what is it? It's sunlight or starlight. This energy pervades the universe. It is miraculous. It's a divine energy. Could, only God could do this. This energy is everywhere instantaneously. Well, okay. So I, I, you're, I, I'm, I've got goosebumps going on right now. I'm kind of really super jazzed. I've got a thousand and one questions uh, about this because I am a Reiki practitioner and Reiki is God energy flowing through the body as well. And the only way I can explain it is when I open up and I let that go through me, it works. It's not me doing it. It's the energy doing it. You're saying that this scalar scalar technology, scalar energy is that same thing. Exactly. Exactly. And what some people do because they have healing hands, to use this example, I do with an instrument. So I have an instrument that controls scalar energy or divine energy. Okay. What <laughs> did you do? You go down to the hardware store and pick up some things and come yeah. up with this instrument. Uh, how did you come with to the idea of creating this instrument? Yes. Yeah. It, it started in theory with Nikola Tesla. I studied Tesla. And then over the years, I've developed um, a working model to use the name Hieronymus. There was an American inventor, Hieronymus, and I copied his work. I'm working with a brilliant engineer today. And what we have done, we have created scalar energy instruments. Now, these are some of the first instruments that are able to control sunlight or zero point energy. This is not electricity. So it's been a long uh, journey. It's well worth it. It's been 50 years of research on my part. And now we have a working model, what I call the equivalent of the Ark of the Covenant, in which we can control scalar energy. Okay. Uh, this may be, this is off, this question now is off the, the chart of the questions. There's something that just keeps popping in my head. Uh, and that is that this that you're doing is the combination of, um, <laughs> I want to say religion, and yet it's not religion, it's spirituality and yes. science. Yes, it is. Very good. There is no division between spirituality and science. 
it, it's all one. Why? It's all true. If it's truth, then it stands. Then it, then it is valid. So you could have what you consider a spiritual aspect or scientific aspect, but if it's real, if it's true, it's valid, then call it what you will. It's truth. And, and yes, in many ways, we are finally bridging the gap between spirituality and science. But I am practicing a spiritual science. It's a divine science. I use scientific equipment, but it does have spiritual implications. So I'm working with God's energy and I have instruments that can control God's energy. And I mean every word of that. So I, I, I pause there when you because you, you say control. And I know that that human exploit to, to control certain things. Yeah. Are, is it actually controlling or are you guiding, like, you know, uh, helping a river on its course? Or what it, it, it... Well, uh, let's, let's, let's give God his due always. God is the creator. He created this energy. But mm -hmm. I have now the ability to control this energy. So I didn't create any energy, but I can control it. I can, uh, let's say, marshal it, mandate it, call what you will. Right. And I know those are very stark terms, but I mean every word of that. So with electricity, we can control a current. With scalar energy, we can control this omnipresence of God. I mean that. Yes, you heard wow. me correctly. I'm, 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 I'm wowing. I'm, <laughs> I really am wowing. Uh, and of course, to hear that come out of your mouth, to see you say these words, I, I immediately have this pushback of, who are you to do this thing? And and yet I know that I'm it very has to, fortunate, William. I'm very exactly. fortunate. It has Imagine to how us. much God trusts me. Right. Let me just be blunt. Mm -hmm. If I have the modern day equivalent of the Ark of the Covenant, imagine how much God trusts me. Mm -hmm. And so can you tell me about the process of what you do, what you're doing with this? Because you you have a healing modality that you're yes. um, taking this and and using it for the benefit of humanity and yes. and beyond, because you also mentioned that you yes. could send pictures of your pets as well. So it's not just yes. humanity. That's that's the key the, to benefit, to glorify God and to benefit mankind. So let me start the off uh, audience off with this. This is my photograph. I mm -hmm. only work through photographs. Mm -hmm. This instrument is only designed to work with photographs of people and animals. Why? I ask the energy code on a photograph. I never work with people. I work with their aura, or their spirit, or their energy signal. And my photograph has my scalar energy signal on it. Now I can access that signal. Now in so doing, I can perform incredible feats through that dimension of scalar energy. It's not one-on-one -on -one sessions. This is not an electromagnetic event. So working in this arena, it's non-physical. It's divine energy, and the way I access a person is through their energy code or their energy matrix, or call it their energy imprint. This um, <laughs> just <laughs> so amazing. Yeah. It's this, it's cutting edge. It's, thing, it's and, and now here's a wild thing. I only heard of you about three or four weeks ago, and when I heard it from my friend immediately went, I have to reach out to this guy and get in touch with this because if I have the the at the platform to broadcast this, then I will. Um, because and I do believe that it's the technology that you're using, the scalar energy that you're using that's working through me as well. Uh, 
So let's, what is the future of scalar energy and how will its acceptance serve to change the world for the better? Well, let's consider the energy spectrum we're using now, electromagnetic energy, and look at all the the benefits. You know, we've electrified our homes. Um, electricity makes our lives comfortable, convenient. What I propose is when we shift from electricity to scalar, scalar is clean. It's clean energy. There's no pollution. And just as important, scalar energy is free it's from the stars. Mm-hmm. So you don't need a power plant. Mm-hmm. The new power plant are the stars. We simply have to access energy from the stars. So this is free energy and in application that's relatively inexpensive to implement. So this is the free energy that we've been waiting for. And this free energy will end the energy crisis. What, what, there's, there's once again, the, the pushback that I'm in, in my, what, I'm, what my training has been, what I've been taught in this world, there's the pushback. Oh, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Everything has a price. Everything has a cost. How is this free? The energy itself, God created it. Now let, mm-hmm. let's look. Let's look, look at trees. Well, trees mm-hmm. are free. Air is free. Water is free. Now, if you want to commercialize that, well, go ahead. You, you can do that. Okay. But what is my point? Scalar energy is free energy from the stars, as opposed mm-hmm. to a wind turbine that's expensive, or electricity which you have to generate, or a nuclear power plant or coal, et cetera, et cetera. So the source, the source of the energy is free, the stars. Yes. Okay. There, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm buying it all. I'm, <laughs> and, and not in payment. I'm just accepting that. Uh, and um, wh- what, what unique experiences have you witnessed when working with scalar energy in your laboratory? Yeah. When I enter my lab, it's a scalar energy environment that overrides, that negates electricity and magnetism. So let's say if I have a laptop computer and I enter into my laboratory, my laptop computer will not work because the scalar energy scrambles the signal in my computer. Or my cell phone will not work close to my instrument because scalar energy will override, scramble the electromagnetic signal in my phone. So what I've noticed is in a scalar energy environment, it's a different information system. It's a different environment. There's two realities now, the electromagnetic reality and the scalar reality. And I mean that quite little. So when I'm working in a scalar energy dimension, it's different. It's a, it's a new textbook. It's a new branch of physics. It is not electricity and magnetism. The world that we understand is an electromagnetic paradigm. I never work in that electromagnetic paradigm in my laboratory. I work in a different dimension in my laboratory. Okay, okay. Um. And that's how I can access a person through their energy field. Now, if I place place a person's photograph in a toaster mm -hmm. or a refrigerator, or a computer, or obviously you have photographs on your cell phone. That's a different experience. Mm-hmm. But when I place a photograph inside my scalar energy instrument, there's an immediate connection to the force field. Right. That, that in and of itself proves that I'm working with the scalar energy force field in which there's an interconnection, an immediate connection through a photograph. So you're saying in your laboratory, yes. what, the, what we know of time and space and these 
the the certainties that we have in this the reality around me changes yes exactly it changes it's a different reality very good (sighs) i'm pretty sure my head is about to explode with you've heard this frequently people have said the quantum realm or quantum Mm -hmm. healing or or the other universe or a different reality they're absolutely right there's two dimensions that are governed by two sets of laws, principles. Mm-hmm. And electromagnetic laws are not scalar laws. They're two distinct dimensions. So we really have in the universe two explanations because we have two realities. Fabulous, <laughs> fabulous. So can you explain how scalar energy is everywhere in the universe and thus transcends time and space? Yes, scalar energy Um, It does not observe a speed. It's instantaneous velocity. It's everywhere. In other words, this energy does not start from point A to point B. It simply permeates the universe. Many people Mm -hmm. call that the mystical body of Christ or or the matrix or Mm -hmm. quantum entanglement Mm -hmm. in which there really is an energy that is, I would say, universal, that is omnipresent. Now, -hmm. if that's the case, You have to get out of your mind from point A to point B. There is no point A and point B with scalar energy. Everything is interconnected. So there's really only one point, so to speak. The universe is holographic, whereas in this electromagnetic paradigm, the universe is is a series of points. Mm -hmm. In a scalar energy paradigm, everything is interconnected. So with that in mind, you no longer consider time and space. You've overcome time and space. You transcend time and space. So when you're in a scalar energy environment, everything is in one moment in time. Wow. So I'm just going to take a pause here. If you're listening now, I'm talking to Tom Palladino, who is blowing my mind with uh, scalar energy, scalar technology. And Tom, if you will, tell it, I don't even know the half of it, and mm-hmm. I want in. <laughs> yeah. So I want to let any of the yeah. listeners or viewers uh, also know how to get in. Thank you. Yeah, th- this is a scientific process. This, this is not my theory. These mm-hmm. are scientific instruments that control scalar energy. So the process is repeatable, and we can enter now into that dimension of scalar energy, not electromagnetic energy, scalar energy. And with that, we can do so many things within this dimension that you cannot do with electricity and magnetism. So I've devoted the website scalarlight.com to the dimension, scalar energy dimension, in which we work with people by way of their force field, by way of their photograph. I never work with people. I work with their aura. I work with their spirit. I work with their non-physical spirit body. Mm -hmm. And in so doing, I can work with anybody in the world by way of the photograph of a person or an animal. Now, to prove that, our website offers 15 days of free sessions in which anybody in the world can email us a photograph. 15 days of free sessions, um, and it's just, you email it. You you, you don't have to send a hard hard copy. Email it, you'll deal with that. And what happens? Um, We perform three functions. We're able to balance the brain waves, the chakras. Now, keep in mind, this is non-physical. So we're sending information into the brain, so to speak, into the, into the conscious, uh, consciousness of a person, into the actual, uh, what I would call, cognitive presence. So we can balance brain waves. We can balance the seven chakras, which are likewise 
points of light, which are non-physical. Mm-hmm. We're also able to instruct uh, this energy to break apart the molecular bonds of a virus or, or a bacterium. So let me explain. My photograph reports my present constitution. If a bacterium is found, if I am currently mm-hmm. infected with a bacterium, it's found, it's, it does indeed signal on the photograph. And I can send energy into my photograph to break apart, to destroy that bacterium. Mm-hmm. Now, does that ha- also happen in real life to a person at a distance? I believe so, but I, I can't prove that. I can't prove that. Right. So I can identify microbes and perform a microbial cleanse. And I also can identify what nutrients, what vitamins and minerals people need. And I can assemble nutrients and vitamins mm-hmm. and amino mm-hmm. acids. I do that all through this interface of a photograph, which interfaces with their quantum body. Mm -hmm. I never work with flesh and blood. I work through their informational field or their quantum body. Can you tell, how did you come to this? What was, where, what were you doing where this came to you? I I was very fortunate back in the nineties. I met with a family by the name of Hieronymus. And although I never met the inventor, Galen Hieronymus, I met his wife. And his wife shared with me the technique that Galen Hieronymus had developed. And I actually purchased scalar energy instruments. Mm-hmm. And I knew that when I was working with these instruments, these Hieronymus instruments, that I was in another dimension. I, there's no way I could have explained what I was experiencing by way of electricity and magnetism. The, right. the current electromagnetic theory just didn't, just didn't stand up. So long story short, I met the Hieronymus family. I was able to look at the notes of Galen Hieronymus, the inventor, and I mm-hmm. continued on with his work. I continue on with his work to this day. Mm-hmm. And how long is that? How long have you been doing this work? Well, I met the Hieronymus family in 1993. So in, in practice okay. now, I'm going on 30 years in which I've been working with scalar energy instruments. And as we know, with scalar energy, time and space mean nothing. So yes. it's, been, it's been a minute and it's been a millennium. Yes, it has. <laughs> Very good. Sometimes it feels that way. Right? <laughs> Very oh, good. Wow. I, I want to inculcate this with the audience. Yes, please. We are dealing with a new branch of physics. That's not in any way to deride electromagnetic theory Mm -hmm. and and the brilliance behind electromagnetic theory. Mm -hmm. This is a new branch of science in which we're working with non-physical information and we can effectuate a change by working with non-physical information. It's it's at the realm of thought or the realm of prayer. I am now working with thought or with instructions and I can change reality with instructions. So listening to what you have to say, holding on to all that I've been taught, you must, in sharing this with people, uh, you must face resistance and possibly get some frustration on your own part. How do you continue even with with what you're doing when you know that there's a world a great many of us in the world that won't accept this i've seen just great support from the people it's a grassroots movement thank you people thank you to the grassroots movement and then shame on many people in the government who should be helping us and they're not Mm -hmm. and shame on some people in other walks of life even in academia who should be helping us and they're not 
So this is a grassroots movement. The people have been very warm. And because of that, I am able to get the message out. Mm-hmm. So what am I getting at? People have read my website. They've tried the free trial. They are open to this. Okay? They're at least objective enough that they'll do their proper diligence and they'll mm-hmm. make up their mind on their own. They don't need the government or the media to tell them how to think. Okay. And that's the key. Those mm-hmm. are the people that we want to work with. Not that the people that everybody's brainwashed. No, that's not the case. Many people are open-minded. Right. And so, and once again, I'm going to, uh, at, the, at the risk of sounding like an infomercial for you, yeah. this, so with, he, and you're, if you're hearing this, then it's available for you to have a trial of this. Is there a code that they need to have to get to no. the trial? No, no code. Just, just go to the website, upload your photograph. You can send in photos with your family's permission, send in your entire family, include your pets. Mm-hmm. Why do we do that? I'm confident this works. It does work. It follows the laws of science. And with that in mind, then I'm confident you're going to have a quantum healing, not a physical healing, a scalar energy healing. Hmm. Okay. It's going to probably take me a a little bit to wrap my head around all of that. And I have another question. Can you help us understand how scalar energy, now this is going to sound like it comes out of left field, is the cause of gravity? Very simple. <clears throat> scale energy, so to speak, is, is inward. If it's, if it's really what I call centripetal, then you have an increase of gravity. Mm-hmm. Gravity increases. But if you relax that, then gravity relaxes. Mm-hmm. So inward, gravity increases. Outward, gravity negates. It's that mm-hmm. simple. So gravity is not a constant. Sadly, there are some textbooks that refer to the gravitational constant. That's nonsense. Gravity mm-hmm. varies. It varies with scalar energy. Increase the scalar energy, and gravity will increase. Negate that gravity, so to speak. Gravity relaxes or it becomes anti-gravity. Mm-hmm. That's been demonstrated. Many scalar energy researchers have seen gravitational anomalies. Why? Well, gravity changes with the scalar wave. It's that simple. So this scalar energy, is it anything like photosynthesis? My predecessor, Galen Hieronymus, grew plants in the dark with scalar energy instruments. There's a belief and thing that we've been taught that photo plants photosynthesize. Galen Hieronymus was able to um, collect scalar energy from a, a, an electrode, a plate on, mm-hmm. on his roof, and then channel that by a wire, copper wire, into his basement. And then this copper wire was, was placed inside, so to speak, uh, plants, potted plants. And, and the basement was completely a, a, a void of light. And he was able to grow plants in the dark with that scalar energy apparatus. And that's always really appealed to me that probably the animating force of photosynthesis is scalar energy, whereas electromagnetic energy has a secondary effect. And I, I'm mm-hmm. holding to that theory. Now, that's just a theory. All right. So can you explain how scalar, scalar energy is the cause of time? It's so simple. Now, keep in mind, when you're working with creation, when you're working with the fundaments, you're working with the very immutable laws of nature, you don't have to be complicated. To the contrary, it's, nature is simple. Nature evolves in complexity. So scalar energy is a double helix. It rotates. When you rotate that scalar wave in one direction, time moves forward. 
When you stop the rotation, time stands still. When you reverse that rotation, time goes back. Mm -hmm. Now, why is it that the universe proceeds in a uniform fashion? Because all the stars are rotating uniformly. And that's why time is moving forward uniformly. Oh, once again, I'm boggled. I'm not, no scientist. <laughs> and, um, and this is like, there's so much of me that's engaged and charged up by this conversation. And I'm really grateful that we're having it. For those of you who are just joining us, I'm talking to Tom Palladino and we're talking about scalar energy and scalar technology. Uh, and the next question I have for you is, how has this been used in the past? And, and why is it such a hush-hush? Why is it so quiet? It's suppressed. The powers that be do not want you to know this. Mm -hmm. okay? if, and if you think about this, this is the easy way to power the world from the stars. You don't need expensive oil, natural gas. You don't need nuclear reactors. This is free energy. That's why this is suppressed. It's suppressed in, in deference to, to money and power. That's why. So its suppression is based on the fact that uh, the capitalists haven't figured out how to capitalize on it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. And, and uh, once we realize that there's an industry here, well, then then the floodgates open. But right now, people don't don't quite want to admit that there's free energy. And so this scalar energy is is everywhere. Is there a way? Do you have to have the instruments to tap into it? Could I well, tap into scalar good point. energy? Yes, I, I say that, very good point. Everybody's a scalar energy expert. The human mind is accomplishing thoughts every moment. A thought is scalar energy. So what is the human mind? It's a vessel of scalar energy. The mind and the heart are scalar energy vessels. What does that mean? That means really everybody has the imprint, the image of God. Our mind, our heart yeah. is the image of God. If this is the divine energy, what, what allows us to think? Just you know, think about that for a minute. How is it that we can think? Where's that intelligence coming from? It's coming from God. It's divine intelligence. Mm -hmm. okay? the, the very fact that we're creative, that we can think, that we're able to speak, to recognize symbols, that, that's all a scalar energy gift. Okay. Tom, I had no idea that you would spend all this time blowing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here I am. Thank you for absorbing this. You, you, you understand where we're going with this. This is I, a new reality. This is a new textbook. It's going to change the world. So I, I've been practicing Reiki, uh, which is God energy, um, flowing that for 20 plus years. And this is, it's like, whoa, okay, wait a minute. There are other instruments in which that can flow that energy as well. And the explanation for it is there and it's also the opposite it's not there <laughs> you know like you can explain it away and there will be scientific research just like every theory there will be an opposing theory and it's a matter of which one gets gets to its audience faster or more reliably whatever this is uh, unbelievable i mean and miraculous and i know that the world is in need of the miracles that are there every day. And this is one, this is one of those miracles. And I'm so grateful that you're doing what you do and sharing this with uh, the world, the universe. Really. Thank you for being open to this. Now, you know, is there merit to what I'm saying? Yes, Nikola Tesla developed scalar energy instruments. Tesla took the, the engine out of a car and he, he drove around the city of Buffalo, New York, 
with a scalar energy engine. And he was able to power that car strictly on scalar energy, star energy. Imagine if we had star energy cars. We wouldn't need electricity or oil. And I, I've this is story. real. I've heard that story many times. And I've heard the, um, the observers of that experiment yes. Who, yes. Could, who believed that it was a magical fluke and I mean, to this day here that Tesla did this thing and it made no sense, yet they saw it with their own eyes. Exactly. The car was silent and operational. There was no combustion, no smoke. How did he do it? It was a scalar energy engine. Now, imagine if we would have listened to Nikola Tesla, you would not have to worry about these exorbitant prices at the gas pump today. And do you have any plans of taking what you're doing in your laboratory and yeah. upscaling it or? Well, one of my out? goals is, is to show at least a working model of free energy to the world. I want to be able to illuminate objects at a distance. And if yeah. I can do that, I can demonstrate a free energy illumination. I hope that asking this question isn't speaking it into reality. Is there any fear of the folks who want to suppress this yeah. for your safety? Thank you for being concerned. Jesus and Mary protect me. Um, if I wasn't for their protection, um, it, it would, my, my future would be dubious. This is a multi-trillion dollar paradigm shift. What I'm speaking of is free energy. That's a multi-trillion dollar global impact. Wow, I, I'm, I'm, wow. I started with wow, I'm still at wow. <laughs> um, so I talk a lot and it's, it's rare when I, I'm out of words and I'm out of words. Yeah. This is mind boggling, mind blowing, miraculous, uh, amazing, wonderful, scary. Yeah. Why is it scary? Because it, it means that all the things that I've been fed, not all, but a lot of what I've been fed is not necessarily the only way. You know, right. There's another way. That's the proper expression. Now, you cannot just look at this universe from the electromagnetic standpoint. There's two realities. The electromagnetic reality is very real. I simply choose not to work in the electromagnetic reality. I like the supernatural reality, which is scalar energy. Remember, it's non-physical. We're not held up by physical matter. We work at the speed of thought which is instantaneous. So now accepting that is accepting a change in consciousness. When we open that up, when we change our consciousness, when we change, accept this new, this other reality, not even, not even new because it's been, it has been and it is. <laughs> um, what shift happens within us when that, when, with that acceptance? You're, you're right. And this, that's the shift when you pray, when you meditate, or when you make a positive thought, or when you decide to change a bad habit, mm -hmm. it's it's transformative. It changes your life. So you can see it's, you know, not everything in life is brick and mortar. Right. When we make that prayer or that affirmation or, or that positive thinking, that's much more important than the end result, which is brick and mortar. Now, look at the universe. Why is it that God created open space, which is intelligence, and that open space in the universe, which is the 0.0001% of, of physical matter, as opposed to the open space of 99.999% of open space, no physical matter? What's the point? It's the intelligence, it's the scalar energy that's sending out instructions, and the physical reality 
the end result is the 0.00001%. Why would God de devise a universe like that? Because for some reason, we're caught up on the physical world, which, which is fine. You know, there, there has to be, we live on planet Earth. But what really drives the universe is the information or intelligence, which is 99.9999% of the universe, which is non-physical space intelligence oh, my my mind just my mind physically exploded just then because of <laughs> not seeing space as space within us outside of us in the universe seeing space or accepting space as intelligence wow accepting that unlocks it it allows us to accept that intelligence uh, means that there's a lot more to be revealed because we are tapped into that intelligence at all time. I, I'm Tom. I, I can't thank you enough for just that, those words and that shift. Um, You're right. Now, just look at the universe. Have you ever seen, you know, telescopic photographs and, and you see distant galaxies and you see stars in the distance, and then you see so much space between those stars. Mm -hmm. What's the point? You know, is it just a vacuum? No, it's filled with intelligence, which is inv invisible, obviously, but it's intelligence, mm -hmm. it's instructions. Right. The entire universe is filled with star instructions. And mm -hmm. once we understand that, which is the mind of God, then we see why God is 99.99% is star instructions. The final result, the physical universe, well, that's just for our, our enjoyment, just, just for our visual enjoyment. Well, Tom. This has been so chock full of food, food for the soul, food for the spirit. Uh, and I, I'm so grateful for this. I'm gonna probably just vibrate from this conversation for probably another two days. If you could go back to your younger self and share some bit of wisdom that you have right now, what would you share with your younger self? Believe in God, believe in yourself. Forget all that nonsense, forget all that negativity. And if, you know, if somebody tries to put you down, just move on. I mean, I, I, every once in a while I hear a curt remark, I don't answer it. I'm too right. busy. Believe in God, believe in yourself. Just just forget the nonsense, just move on. Just keep your focus. Right, and it's, which is really amazing because when I, when I start these interviews, I ask you to say your name and then introduce yourself. It's something that I've heard from my parents was that you can make a judgment on someone and a person will tell you who they are. And then secondly, they'll show you who they are. Right. And I truly believe when you, how you said who you are and what you're doing is showing us who you are. I am really grateful to have had this time with you. Uh, this is- God bless you. And likewise, more. you're a scholar and a gentleman. Oh, and you sure. can see how two people like us can have this, this intelligent conversation and how now we send out scalar waves and we're gonna change the world. Yes, and we are. And we are doing it. We have done it, and we will continue. Um, thank you so much for thank for you. this for this time. Thank you, everyone, for for listening. Thank you for being here for for watching as well. I'm William Fortune, and my guest today, Tom Palladino. Thank you so much for all that you you are. Um, thank you, William. Thanks for your time. And please, people, visit the website. Send in your photograph. We want you to experience this novel session of scalar energy. And once again, can you please say what that website yeah, is? Scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. All we need is a facial shot, a bus shot. 
and we do the rest and you'll see how your quantum health improves. Fantastic. Thank you once again. This is Philosophy 101 and the Philosophy 101 podcast. Thank you, Tom Palladino, and thank, thank you, you everyone for listening. Please check out other podcasts that I have and support, support through Patreon. Thank you once again. Podcast. Keep checking in as we will be regularly releasing new episodes.